Welcome to the Ryback Show. I'm your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, streaming live, 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 live. Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. Part, a part of the show will only be shown over there, guys, and we'll be just stopping the stream abruptly at some point when I feel necessary. Swing on over here to at Ryback on Twitter and join the show on Twitter Spaces, where you can call in, you can listen and call in. You just you don't want to call in, you can just, just listen to the entire show. If you've got a question, concern, statement, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, anything and everything in between, guys, hit that request button to come on to the show. You'll go in line in the queue, and I will take callers uh, throughout the show. Ryback TV on YouTube. Super chats are brought up on the screen and greatly appreciated in between taking calls on there, guys. We are streaming live on Facebook at Ryback Reeves, and also on Twitch at Ryback Rules. This show's available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Guys, if you've got a moment, swing on over, leave a star rating, and write a review. It greatly helps the cause for the show on the audio charts. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is still gone, and uh, a lot of talking and everything, but we will get through it. It will probably just, it, hopefully on one of these nights, we will we'll get through. I'll probably do a little honey later. And, uh, but I'm fine. doesn't hurt or anything like that. Just, uh, just from over, over talking a lot of phone calls with everything and all the content in the shows and just not a day off for the voice, the old vocal cords with everything. Uh, guys, this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and bone fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women, he, she, and the feedmemore.com. New customers can save 30% discount code Ryback30. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FEEDME20. And you get a free Feed Me More Nutrition Premium Shaker Bottle with all orders. Just select it as your free gift, guys, after you add your first item or items in your cart. We've got all the Ryback merch, the drinkware, the, the hats, the ball caps, the workout accessories, the whole shebang with the best supplements on the planet. FeedMeMore.com. Good to see all of you guys. Hello, hello, hello. Good to see you. I will say we'll start off the show uh, I with everything we've talked about with, with the Bill Goldberg and, and seeing what is out there and uh, doing it all from essentially my, my home while I'm still getting ready and, and about to get cleared. And uh, and, and I'm not going to be – there's a point this is not, not, not talking about this stuff. <clears throat> but um, the the person that I'm probably going to be working with <clears throat> on my – on future contracts and or bookings in general, uh, who's a mutual friend uh, of, of Bill and myself is uh, that phone call has been placed. The conversation has been had and that ball is now rolling with everything. Uh, I put an update on social media in regards to the guy, everyone. We're not even saying we're just, we're done with it. It's uh, we're going to let the professionals handle it and it's all coming. There's just a little bit of a process. The Twitter files are coming today or tomorrow, and it is going to be completely worked out. What I've said is going to happen is going to happen with it, but uh, I've got to focus and move forward. 
He's going to absolutely drive himself crazy. We're already witnessing that play out. <clears throat> he's going to continue to further hurt himself with what he's doing, actually. And, uh, and I have been advised outside of just kind of giving this final guidance. Uh, I put in my tweet what the process that is going to happen, and that is going to happen. So uh, we're going to let them handle that, get the stuff we need necessary. I've already been in contact with different attorneys, and we're moving forward with everything. And it's going to happen. He's going to be arrested, but let him drive himself crazy. And he's not going to know when, he's not going to know what day, and it's going to happen. So, but enough of him. We've got, we've got bigger, better, more important things to talk about and to deal with. I advise to just block all his, his fake accounts that he continues to make. He's just going to continue to dig that grave deeper and deeper. And I have a feel, feeling his parents are going to be very, very, very upset with the way that this plays out with everything. So let's let's let it be. And it's happening. He's already gone off the deep end. He's been off the deep end. But he's he's now has to deal with the voices in his head. And he has to deal with the repercussions of his actions. And that's that. Hello, hello. <clears throat> Good to see all of you in the Ryback TV chat. We'll get going. We'll kick off the show here. See what we got going on today. I, You guys, with the, when you come on the show, I ask you, please, we be mindful that we have other people that want to come on into the, into the, under the show as well. And, uh, you know, we, we try to keep things moving along and, you know, it's no, no, the, the whole deal, I'll end up cutting you. What's going to happen is I'm very nice. I let you guys usually, but when you go, oh, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more, you got to, you got to realize we have other people on here and you you can, this is, there's no limit to how many times you can be on the show and things like that. So it's, uh, but you guys, the people know who do it and who don't. So we're going to keep it at that. Let's see here. Take a look. Bring on skunk for a question, statement, or concern. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hi, Ryback. You okay? Hello. Hello, hello. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, I just wanted to ask you a quick one, Ryback. I was wondering if you noticed all this uh, Jim Cornette, Matt Hardy stuff that's been going on the last few days on the internet. I just saw it briefly. It, it seems like it's... Uh, it's who isn't Jim arguing with? It's just a different week, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I'm asking you. He's he, that's literally what he does, right? He just attacks people nonstop, doesn't he? He, he does. Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you you got a relationship with him at all, Alan? Do you, do you know Jim at all? Yeah, Jim. I met. He came up to me at an independent show in 2016. He was a sweetheart. He came shuffling over and then, hello, I'm Jim Cornette. Nice to meet you, Ryback. And was very nice. So he. His online persona is not how he uh, behaves in person. I can tell you that much. He, I don't agree with a lot of his stuff on this podcast, but I do listen to his podcast, and I don't agree with the stuff he says about you know he's, he's a little bit funny about you know Kenny Omega and the books and and that. I like I happen to like Kenny Omega and I like the young books, but what Same. I find um, I find that his right back I find that his his knowledge of, of in ring and storytelling stuff is incredible. Like I've listened to him for a while now, like breaking down matches. He's got a lot of knowledge, that man, hasn't he? I would agree, though. He does. There are, yeah, there's no doubt. But there's my thing is there's a beneficial way to to put that knowledge out there. And if you actually cared about the wrestling business, you would actually 
try to implement that and, and to do it in a, in a positive, constructive way rather than taking personal attacks at people. And uh, yeah. But when you live in the comfort of your house and he has no intentions of being involved in the business and he, him and the other guy are in it for just themselves. And, and uh, it, what it does is it inspire it, it, it influences other people and fans to be hateful just like they are. Right. And that's what like the Melchers and what, that's what we've seen. And the best, I, I'm telling you, the best thing to do, it's not to, I just don't see it beneficial to consume that kind of content. It's a shame because I think at one point in time, and, and he was heavily figured in it at various points, you know, he obviously understands the wrestling business, but things do evolve and change. And, and also though, and, and like with Matt, you know, Matt's directly involved with the business directly in the ring, working with the guys, Matt has sacrificed his body. And so when I see that other guy take shots and say things at Matt, when Matt has literally given himself to the business from a very young age and is involved in directly helping the talents, not only backstage, but in the ring, working with them, because that's where a lot of knowledge is learned and passed on. And, and guys are very lucky to be able to share a ring with him and, and Jeff. And because and just the, the, the environment of, of putting together matches and hearing a guy's thought process, but they are directly in the trenches. They are, they are the ones putting in the work, and it's very easy. You know, Jim is one thing, and if Jim's going to say things, but the other guy's never never done anything with that. Exactly. And it's just, exactly. it, yeah. and it, it, but that's just a reflection of the, the, the mindset of a lot of the, the marks out there, and I don't even want to call them fans because I don't believe they're really fans. Fans are good people. Marks are really negative, hateful, vengeful, just people that just, just, just want to spread hate and negativity, and that's what that podcast influences – and I'm just not a fan of it. Hey, do whatever you want. I just think I I just want to stay away from it and keep moving forward. And I think Matt is is Matt's literally trying to to do everything he can to being involved in the business. And he's had one of the longest, most successful careers of all time. I think when you look at the grand scheme of things, from when he started to what he's still doing at a very high level, and uh, you know, I just think there's there's ways that you could. You could say your feelings on things in psychology wise and different things and um, and do it in a more positive, constructive way. But you got you got to give respect to get respect. And there's nothing out of that show that that says respect. So he is, he is harsh. I, I agree. He is harsh. But yeah, it, it's one of them. But I'm torn because a lot of stuff he says sometimes and I think to myself, she's talking rubbish. But then I, I hear him break down some matches. He broke down Gunter and Ricochet. And I was like, wow, he knows his stuff. But again, it. it the negative stuff probably probably does outweigh that positive stuff that you get from the show. So yeah, I completely agree. Thanks for taking my uh, call, Reber. You're very welcome, buddy, and I appreciate it. Good deal. Good question. Good good comment there on everything going on. Good to see everybody here. We're gonna bring in Mark. Mark Simpson for a question. Hello, hello. How's it going? Hey, how you doing, Ryback? I'm well, thank you. What's going on today? Oh, not a lot. Hey, I just got a question for you. You got um, it. Okay, since the storyline began with uh, Jay and Roman, you know, during the pandemic, wouldn't it make sense for them to end it with them? I mean, what's your opinion? Yeah, it, it, what if that was the intention from the beginning? But I, I don't know if that was ever the intention. I think now it's a matter of, it, I don't, it, if it did end on that, it, it certainly, that would be a great ending. 
if they if that was somehow enrollment was to go on and 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 go in and do do movies and and take a very limited schedule even more so than he's doing it and Jay were to take over that role as the tribal chief <clears throat> and, and whether that's successful or not we'd have to wait and see how that plays out uh it, it's certainly possible that that could um it could have been from all along but I don't know I've always <sighs> They've always been to the, how they view tag teams they, with those guys. They've always been a tag team, you know, and I, I don't know if, if I the, when the whole time I was there and I've never heard of anything really of them wanting to break the Usos up or anything like that. Right. So that's where I, I, I to me and I could be wrong on this because I'm not there and I'm not involved. I, I just see it as a continuation of the storyline to keep things going to whatever that point. I would hope to God they know what the end point is. Like WrestleMania, Cody, Roman, you know, like I would hope they have that written down and like, and, and I'm, I'm sure they do. And so if that is the case, they need to buy themselves time to get to that period, right? Right. So that could be what we're seeing play out. But hey, if, if you, Jay beat them on that, who's to say they don't do it again at SummerSlam? And it would, it, 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 it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the craziest thing that's ever happened. Right, yeah, you know, just like you said, you know, in WWE, it's hard to tell which direction they'll go or or whatever, you know, with, with that. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I just don't, I don't know. They've always had the Usos together. They've, they've, they've done their best work in this whole storyline, but they've done it right. together, you know. So, and you know, what's that, that, that storyline's gone strong for so long is you know are they going to try to continue a bloodline storyline with roman gone and, and jay taking over then like are they gonna it's it just it, it, it's it was so good everything they did it just seems like the fitting the fitting story would be for it to get dismantled at some point and the usos go back you know to doing their thing i don't but i don't know you know that that's that's way ahead of, of everything going on we're just gonna I, nothing will shock me there. I just, I, w- I would be shocked though if they did pull the trigger on it with Jay, just because of how they are with tag teams in general. Right. Oh yeah, Jay. He's played a really, really good uh, character. I mean, they, he, he, he's a main eventer. You know, he, they just got a WWE. Just got to have more. I don't know faith, I guess, in them to where they can put the title on them. But you know. Maybe WWE, you know, they might not put that, you know, that shot on him. I would love to see him have the opportunity and run with it. I think he he's very capable of doing so, and right. we, we we would have to see his identity as a, as as an individual. And you know, him and him and him and Jimmy have done a fantastic job from since they first came in. I remember first meeting him at FCW, Florida Championship uh-huh. Wrestling, their first their first day, their first show. They were uh, they were by the commentary booth over there hanging out by me, and I just remember that that was their. I, I literally have that image at one of the Florida shows that we were in on their first day at, at FCW, and seeing them like just continue to work their way up. And man, they, they've I'm so happy and proud of them. I, I would love to see it. I would love to see both of them have an opportunity because they both have been so loyal and worked so hard to the company. But it all kind of comes down to how Vince views them individually. And it is, it, I, I will say though, in people, it's an entirely different ball game when you go on your own compared to being in a group or being in a tag team. And it, right. it, it's very rare that a lot of guys will, will break out on their own. And but do I think they're capable of it? Yes. Do I think that WWE will give them that opportunity? That part, I don't know. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, Hey, I'm going to jump off here. Let other people uh, get a chance, but they, I appreciate you uh, taking my call. You're welcome, Mark. You have a great day. Thank you. Okay. You too. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Good deal. Thank you very much, Mark. Taking a look at some of your questions in the chat here. <clears throat> Somebody says they don't think Cody will win the Universal Championship. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Jay, I appreciate the love saying they love to hate like you didn't have a real moment with the crowd support. They can't erase that. Oh, brother, I already know. I've lived it and I've. I've got the following despite all the illegal social media suppression and, and we have risen above it. And uh, I'm literally, everything is coming to fruition that I have talked about. Yesterday was a great phone call and I'm going to surround myself with some, with some really good knowledgeable people on the business, you know, um, that are going to help me as far as with, with contracts and, and bookings moving forward when all of that, the, the green light we get on all of that. And, uh, but it's, uh, I know what my goals are. And I have a clear vision of what those goals are. And it, it's very easy to navigate when you know how you have a clear vision of your goals <clears throat> with everything. So there ain't no stopping what we're going to do with everything. We'll bring on Michael, Michael Green. Michael, welcome to the Ryback Show. How are you? I'm doing good, man. And you could call me. I usually go by Mike. Mike, good deal. What's on your mind today? Not much. Um, I'm the one who tweeted you about the uh, fat burner. And I was curious, like, if if it would also work, like, if I took it before I went to bed or if I would just have to take it during the day. Yeah, I wouldn't take it going before you go to bed because it has caffeine in it, 40 milligrams. And even though it's not a lot of caffeine, you don't want to be taking any before bed. Right. And I was also, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was also wondering, um, like, what that uh, fat burner is called that, like, you could take before bed and it'll burn fat while you sleep. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've heard of different things where they, they have non-stimulant ingredients. Um, essentially, though, things like that are... I, like there's things in like our GTS sleep aid. We have a full, our, my GTS go to sleep has a full ZMA supplement in it with that, okay. which is very, very good uh, for rest and recovery on that, uh, which is, it, I don't even advertise in it, but it's a full, literally it's the exact same ZMA ingredient you will get if you buy a separate ZMA supplement on it. And it's like, it's just, we give you so much value in that. That kind of thing will be better off than like, like look, you need to be doing the right things during the day. You, your body, when you're resting at night, your metabolism is going to slow down and you're going to be resting and recovering with that. Like you don't, something like that's not going to do the trick over my opinion on that. Like there's a lot of gimmicks and things like that out there. You're better off in taking the, the ingredients in shell shock with the green coffee bean, the L-carnitine, the acai berry, the, the cool cayenne pepper, the apple cider vinegar, those things along with the matcha green tea those are actually been proven to enhance metabolism with that. So I think you're better off doing that, adhering to, you know, uh, a lower calorie diet, getting in the physical activity and being consistent in that behavior 
and you're going to notice very positive changes if you do that. All righty, man. Oh, and I was also going to ask, if you were to come back and wrestle Goldberg, what would your um, entrance song be? Well, we've got we've got one already that we could use. Um, obviously, in it would be non WWE. Uh, I will say one of the one of the goals I would have is is having a, a talk with 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 Jim Johnston that did the original. Now that he's a free agent and seeing what uh if meet on the table version two could it be done? So, but we'll have to wait and see on all that. We've got a theme that we use for the show that we could use. That is that I I, I like very much. Um, that works. So, but it, it would, I would keep it very similar to, to the character and the packages. I own everything and there's no, everything worked. It's not like the character never worked. It doesn't need to be rebranded. That is, everything is good to go as is, I feel so. Uh, I was going to say like Pantera would work great with you. Yeah, there are a lot of good uh, songs out there. There's Corn has one coming undone. I've always liked that. But you know, and, and not to say you could use there's there's a few with with real, but I've always been a fan. I love my thought they did a they did a fantastic job on the theme music. They with did. The, and that's I, a big part of the identity and, and the character. And it, that's the connection, and that connection's already there. So I think it, it's like you never want to you don't want the music needs to be as good or if not better. And it has to be very similar in, in that with that because it's not a different character with that. So it's it's like when Guys left WWF or WWE and went to WCW, and their music was it was never as good. If you, in my opinion, with it, even if the guys had the same name, the music never matched the identity like they had in WWF or WWE. So that is something that I would be very, very, very hands on and making sure that I had felt the same thing that I felt on the original. So nice, man. Alrighty, well, I'm gonna hop off. I thought I'd just come on and say what's up, but I I definitely want to hop on more often because I have a lot of questions I want to ask you. Absolutely, buddy. You're more than welcome to, and I greatly appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Take care, Mike. Too. Good deal. Thank you very much, Mike. Take a look at the chat here, guys. Uh, thank you, CM Video. Says your entrance and pop was always insane, bro. I watched a couple of your older matches last night. The crowd was 100% behind you during your WWE run. Thank you very much. <clears throat> yeah, I, I lived it. So I know. That's why, like, when I see the things, I already know because I've lived it. And then there's there's people that have tried to go tell a different story of what the actual facts are. So I'm not worried with anything. Energy is energy. And we keep that energy pumping that Feed Me More machine. And we're going to keep moving forward. The uh, that JC guy in there, yeah, he, he's if he ever wanted, he, he's more than welcome to come on Twitter Spaces. I don't know why he just tries to always spam the YouTube. <clears throat> Something tells me he, I don't think he's capable of, of forming complete sentences that, that make any sense, but he's more than welcome to try if he ever comes on. <clears throat> Jeremiah does a lot of the cool edits. See what's going on today. Hello, hello, buddy. How are you? Hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me? Ah, one second. Hold on. 
We're going to have to bring you back on. Let me let me answer this ch the chat real quick. <clears throat> what's your actually what's your opinion on John Moxley Dean Ambrose being uh, behind the scene? I've heard a bunch of mixed feelings about him behind his character. Uh, I get along with him fantastic. I me and him from the beginning have always gotten along. He's always been great with me. I've always been great with him. I've always enjoyed working with him. I found him to be a pleasure to work with. Uh, he's like, I think we're a lot alike in different ways is that once we're comfortable or like with people, we're very, can be very talkative. We could also be very on our own and just stay to ourselves. And I, so I always could recognize that similarity as I'm sure he did. And so it, it, to me, it's very like, cause I'm a lot like that in that way, where if I want to be by myself, I'm by myself. If I feel like interacting, engaging, I make myself available. Um, he's very kind. He's, he's very knowledgeable. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite people in wrestling with that. I'm very happy the, for all of his success. That's why I loved working with the shield guys and I got along with them great from the beginning, even though I didn't have a, a relationship with them in developmental Moxley. I've always respected and liked because I, I, I just, I, I watch. And so Moxley, I would see as I was, when I was injured during my ankle injury, before I came back as Ryback. There was a gym I would go to that not a lot of the guys would go to called Cultas in, in Tampa, South Tampa. And I would go and I'd get my wheelchair and I'd have my crutches. And I went there because not that gym wasn't, it was a very nice gym, but hardly anybody went there. So like I could go there and wheel around in my wheelchair and go work out. And I would always see Moxley in there. And he was at FCW at the time, but he'd always be just running like a maniac on the treadmill. And I always said to myself, I go, that guy's going to fucking make it. Because he he just he works so hard. He understands the cardio aspect of wrestling. And I, I just always noticed every time he was in there, he was working hard. And I, I so I instantly, without knowing him, just outside of, of saying hello and, and never working with him, had a, a great respect for him because I respect people that put in that work when that's not that's on your own time, right? And so and he may not have never have noticed, but I always I always noticed when he was there, I go, fuck that guy. He gets, he know he's going to make it. And so when they came up, it was, and even though I was, everything was red hot and great. And then they were going to, you know, cost me some things. And I always like, I, I liked them. So I never took it. Like it was, it was, and they, I, I was happy to play a part with all of that. And they always worked really well with me. And anytime the roles were reversed and it was me going over, and looking really strong and and you know there were a lot of times it was throwing the three of them around and they were more than happy to bump all around for me because i never ever had an issue with doing it for them right and that's i think the, they were true professionals from the start as i would with me but we always gave each other respect all of us and that's why at various points in my career in the whole time there seth was champion at one point and they had me go over on him with a roll up on raw Seth, I saw them when he got the, when they told him he had no hesitation. He knew because I'd done the favor for them multiple times, especially early on. And so it was, it was like, it's great. The pro wrestling, when good business is done and guys, egos don't get involved and you just, you, you give each other respect and you take enjoyment and like helping each other out. Great, great things could happen and great. And like, so I have all the respect in the world for them. It's like when I saw him at WrestleCon, I hadn't seen him in, since I left WWE. I saw him in LA a few months ago. He, he was there on one of the days we were on the signings and uh, he all everybody had, had gone. He had a, had a big line and it, it went through everybody. So I went over and go, went to say hello. 
instantly just big hug as if we'd never, you know, no time was missed and, and caught up, you know, for a bit. And <clears throat> I'm happy. I'm happy. He's, you know, he's, he's had to put up with all his own bullshit as we all do in the business and everything. And he's always, you know, I just, I've always gotten along with him really well, man. And I don't, I don't, dude, I, I've never seen, I don't know if there's whatever hate there is on him. I, I'll never understand it. I think he's a great guy. He loves wrestling. He has his idea of what being a pro wrestler is. I think we're a little different on certain things, but we've, we've like, we worked really well together. It was, and we meshed and I love guys with different ideas and different things. And he was always respectful to me and my character. And I was always respectful to him and, and his character. And I I've seen him though, when he gets comfortable, we've been in the ring with the Wyatts and there's, there's probably some, it was a dark after, after one of the Raws, it was the main event, the dark. It was me, Claudio, Dean, when Dean was on his own, and uh, in the Wyatt family, and we got Bray's hat, and, and he was sitting in Bray. He got he put Bray's hat on. It was in the rocking chair, just like just having the time of his life. And we were all, we were just all. I think Claudio did the swing on somebody, and but we were doing something, and it was just like. But he was just he he he's comfortable when he's comfortable and having fun, and like. But other times he could be a little more serious and. But I think that's what, how we, it's great. That's how he is. So I, I love the guy and he's always been very kind and, and spoken the truth. He's, he's helped me out, you know, with the punk stuff early on when punk told them that, you know, they got to be careful with me. And then I was out to get him and Dean's literally goes, he's a sweetheart. He like, none of it was true, but he was trying to kind of stir up BS. And, but I'd already had enough of a relationship with them where they knew that that wasn't the case. And we never, we never had one issue working together. Like I'm talking one and we worked a lot and there were a lot of interactions. Like I had to beat those guys up a lot and they had to beat me up a lot. We never had one thing where we ever were upset with each other, ever had to have like a talking like, Hey man, what the fuck's going on? Like nothing. So I, I have all the respect in the world for those guys and I'm beyond happy that they've all gone on to have the success that they've had in all their individual ways. So. Super chat here. Uncle Snizzle, thank you. Thoughts on L.A. Knight and Kevin Nash recent statements on L.A. Knight. By the way, my friends and family love him because he feels throwback to us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I still have not actually seen or heard the, the full statements by Kevin. But Kevin, I love, by the way. And I don't, I don't, so I don't know the context of if he was just joking and things got snipped out out of context. Um, but Kevin will, will tell you how he feels. And I don't, I don't know, you know, <clears throat> I've talked about it on this show. So all I can go off of is kind of just like the little thing I saw or whatever. If you can maybe clarify, not on the super chat, what the exact comments were. I know it was, he mentioned something about Stone Cold and The Rock, right? With that, can somebody in the comments clarify exactly if there's any more to it that I'm missing? But he, uh, so I definitely think there are similarities on, on certain things, but I, and I talked about it the other day, I think he has enough stuff of his own, is in the phrases are getting over, and, um, you know, his voice, obviously, and I've seen the interview with Chris Van Vliet where he talks about, like, he has the, the his voice is similar to The Rock, and if you shut your eyes, it's like, that I don't that doesn't that doesn't bother me one bit. Your voice is your voice with that. And I think he has a great wrestling voice. So I think that he has a great wrestling look. And I think as long as he 
just continues to try to just be his own unique individual with what he has now. It, it, and, and obviously a lot's going to go into how the company decides to use him moving forward, that, that he, he's going to continue to be successful. He's already, though, he's getting a reaction and, and people are talking about him, whether good or bad. That's going to happen. When a lot of people start loving you, you're going to start getting a lot of hate also with that. It comes, I've, I've dealt with it. It comes with the territory. Everybody, that's the name of the game. The more popular you get, the more people in this world that start loving you, out of the woodwork, there's going to be more people that start hating you because people will hate things that are getting loved because they lack that. And it's just the way that it is. That's not a clear-cut definition of why it happens, but a lot of the times it is. But he, you know, we all are going to have things that we have similarities to other people in the business with that because we you grow up watching different people and we're all human there's only so many different things you can do there's only so many things the key is is you get some unique things of your own and and you're going to be a throwback people will be a throwback and and bring you you know memories of your past favorites with that that does not mean they're stealing from their past favorites that means that they also grew up being a fan and that they somehow have similarities maybe to their styles maybe even not even on purpose with it you know, it's like Goldberg. I've always said, I never, ever, once ever tried to go watch or mimic anything with Goldberg. But if I go and watch, I might see some similarities and things, but it was me just being me on different things. And that's what I believe who, what I'm doing <clears throat> with that. <clears throat> and so that's going to happen with different characters and different people. There's always going to be that, always with it. But this is, you got to, the, the key is you got enough stuff of your own and you, you form your own branded identity as time goes on. He is way ahead of the game very early on with everything. And it just requires them to just continue to keep doing what they're doing with him and putting him in good positions and uh, allowing him to see if he can continue to evolve and grow and get that connection bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So, but Kevin is, Kevin's great, man. And Kevin, it's not, Kevin, I don't know if he was just saying something and he, he could have put him over as well in it. I don't, but he's, Kevin's was in the business and, and has been in the business and been as successful as anyone. So it's like, if he has certain things, <clears throat> you know, I think we all, it, we have friendships and things with people from our time period. And when, if we're not there every day and things with it, and it's just, it's, we have the things that we remember. And I understand like why people and when we're out of the business or, or away from it, I should say more so. You know, he's just giving his honest opinion. I talked about it many months ago before he was even as popular. I said the same thing in the sense of he reminds me of Stone Cold and The Rock. And then his, his stuff is his starting to get over on his own. And, and so that's not a bad thing. That's not it's not a bad thing to remind you of those guys. Now, if he was coming out there and doing The Rock's whole shtick and doing his catchphrases and, and really, then there's a problem. But if he's his own individual and it's just some similarities – that's not that that's just people bitching the bitch as far as like the crowd and people right so good to see all of you welcome welcome let me got another super chat here before we go into another call Wolf says, 
the AEW fan hub members want to know, has there been any conversation between yourself and Tony Khan? I've already told you guys, I've literally gone over that a thousand times on this show. I've getting cleared. I've now getting the people around me that I got to get around me. And the ball is rolling on the thing that I want to get going <clears throat> with, with Goldberg. And that's going to be handled privately behind the scenes with that. But uh, that that is all. I'm that's the goal with everything. And I've got to get cleared and got to get cleared by a certain date and that, and, uh, and we're going to be going forward. So that's that very, been very transparent, much so more so than many people ever would be on this stuff, but I can't, you know, I can't, how many times you guys are going to ask the same questions on some of this stuff is I don't know what else to tell you. I've got to get cleared. Good to see all of you. Welcome. Welcome. Let's take another caller here. Jeremiah, see if we can get you on here again for a question. <clears throat> hello, hello. Hello. Hey, buddy, how are you? We don't have a good connection. We're going to have to wait. Maybe not at work. Whether well, it's not, we've got James Walls. I'm the good, nice guy. We'll bring on James. James, how are you? Welcome to the Ryback Show. Is James gone? James is gone. We're going to bring in Randy. Randy, welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, what's going on, big guy? Not much. How are you today? Pretty good. I got off early, so I figured I'd tune in. I, I always get to watch or listen to your show or watch on YouTube. I appreciate I it. Work, so I never get to talk to you or whatever. But just seeing how you're doing, man, and just wanted to say I love the positivity and such a negative world. I just love what you're doing, man, and it's great. I appreciate it. No, thank you very much, and it is there's a lot of hate and negativity, but there's a lot of love and good people out there. And that's true. I think it's good for us to just remind each other and have a place. It's cool. Cause like, I look forward to doing this every day. I look forward to talking to you guys, no matter what we talk about. And because it's like, I I've dealt with a lot of it the last seven years and I've also exactly. dealt with a lot of love and, but it's like, I know the truth and I don't let it, I, I just know we can never let it stop us from what we're trying to achieve. And, and not, we can never stop doing the work that we need to do on a daily basis. And um, there's just a lot of love out there, man. And I think it's just important to more to try to focus on, on good things. And if we don't like something or if there's something that we are a person we don't like, the best thing to do is to just block that person and just to focus on the things that do bring you happiness because you're only hurting yourself. So by totally focusing agree, on it. man. Yeah. 100%. That's awesome. So just wanted to say hi and um, thanks for what you're doing. Love the feeding time videos. I always watch them and uh, hope the dogs are doing good. Uh, brother, thank you very much. And likewise over there and, and look forward to having you back on. All right, man. Have a good day. You too, Randy. See you, boss. Good deal. Thank you very much. Good to hear from you guys. Even something like that, guys, you're welcome on. You don't have to have a specific, even a specific uh, deal all the time. We'll bring in Lloyd. Lloyd, see if Lloyd has a question today. A Ryback show regular. How are you doing? 
Lloyd, how are you today? Doing good. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing very, very good. What's on your mind, bud? Uh, I was going to ask you, uh, what do you think? How do you think the Louise is going to pick Bray Wyatt when he comes back? Because Undertaker said that he should go back to his original character. Uh, it's hard to hear you, but it was your question, what should Bray Wyatt, the character, be when he comes back? Yeah. <laughs> well, I would like to see what they were going to do with the, the the prior installment of him with Uncle Howdy. Um, I, I was I was hoping they were going to do something with him and Bo Dallas with all of that. Uh, so personally, because I, I really would like to see Bo get a really a, a fair shot at, at doing something really cool up there. Uh, I hope that maybe that that can be continued. Uh, if not, I, I you know. I don't know if there's a way to, or some sort of uh, the original Bray Wyatt and the and the new Wyatt family, I uh, or maybe in bringing back Eric Rowan and maybe there's a way to add a couple new members. Maybe there's a new installment of the Wyatt family on the horizon. I, I don't think that would necessarily be a bad idea. No, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I would like to see him go back with Alexa Bliss as well. What that Yeah, no, no doubt. Who would you think uh, Gunther's next challenge? Or then do you think Drew McIntyre's a top contender for the IC title? The, what do I think of Gunther and, and, and Drew McIntyre? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good to see Drew back. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen with him as far as uh, the if he's going to remain in the company long term or, or if this is – I think that the booking on this could be very telling is if if – you know, obviously, the way Gunther's been booked has been booked very strong. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if if Drew comes back and is if this is a program for Drew or a program for Gunther, which we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, it could be very telling if Drew signs a contract extension or a new contract. WWE does this. We very well could see Drew go over on Gunther, and this could be them throwing Drew a bone in from for signing a new contract. And we may see another title, uh, IC title run with Drew, which could lead to another world title run in the upcoming year or two. Um, that wouldn't shock me, the timing of all of this. And, and the, this is historically, Vince McMahon has done this with talents, and he did it with me to try to get me to resign as they put the IC title on me. This is so, this program will be very telling on if Drew possibly signed a new contract or not. Yeah, it's a hard one because Gunther's been really strong, as you see. Uh, I don't see Gunther getting pinned anytime soon. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Just have to wait and see. But, Lloyd, I always appreciate the good questions and look forward to having you back on, bud. Thank you very much, Lloyd Buck. And I hope you manage to catch you soon. I hope you get this match with Goldberg. Oh, we know. Thank you very much. It, 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 we're going to do our best. And I will support you, big guy. Thank you, Lloyd. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. Good deal. Thank you, Lloyd. Ryback show regular. Aaron Parks. Bring on Aaron. <clears throat> Aaron, how are you today? Hey, how's it going? How's the vanilla, how's the vanilla gorilla feeling today? <laughs> Doing well, doing well. Thank you very much. What, what's going on? I just wanted your thoughts on a little uh, fantasy booking that I've been doing at home. Uh, 
but uh, of the of a trios tag team, you, Nero, and Powerhouse Hub, I think, could be the most dominant monster heel tag team ever. That's definitely a, a, a power. That's a powerful trios team for sure. I would have to. We'd have to see how the chemistry was with that. I don't know Powerhouse Hobbs. I know Miro, but it's you know it would. It obviously a lot of depends on the creative on that. I, I think a great match between would be them or you guys and against the, the House of Black. I think that could be a, a definite feud that would be. That could carry for a little while. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm not a fan necessarily. I think those angles with with multiple man matches and the trios, I just think it's really hard to get people over individually or even as a group. Even though the House of Black is, they're more of a faction. But like when you put random guys together for trios matches, or I notice that a lot with AEW. There's a lot of people on TV at any given time. I feel like, and whereas. Yeah. I feel like WWE is better in creating individual stars, at least from the, what I see and what I've seen. Yeah, I think uh, Tony Khan might have did a little, little bit too much hiring, but yeah, I don't know. I it, it just I've noticed that it's it's harder it, when there's a lot of guys on TV. It's very difficult. Your attention is distracted greatly. Um, it, which is, but that's also though it's a good thing when you're trying to get a lot of people on TV. You've got a lot of people under contract. I understand why it's happening. It's just it is. I don't know. It just seems uh, it seems like it's a lot, though, from what I've seen. I, I agree with you, but I think between you and Miro, I think you could help guide Hobbs because since he's the younger guy, I think you can guide him to being probably the most dominant monster heel of the next generation, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. We are, I think he's improved greatly. I was watching on um, Collision <laughs> the other night. With his match with Ricky Starks, that was on Collision. Did you see that? Uh, uh, part of it. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I, I think he 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 looks. He's gotten in much better shape since he first debuted, and I think his work is is continuing to get better and better and better. He looks really good to me. So it's just a matter of him. You know, it, it's it's creative and getting him weekly TV time to to add layers to the character. That's that's going to be the most important thing. And in working and and he I, I just everything I see from him he he's he's just he looks better and better from every week I see him out there or however many weeks it is in between showings like he's gotten like I think he's never looked bad either he I just think he's continuing to get better and better and more confident and comfortable so yeah I, I totally agree with you so yeah but they've definitely got they've got guys over there the uh, little guy what are you doing bud hey. Sleeping, hold on. Wake up. My little dog was hitting the table. The uh Wardlow, him, you know, they've got Miro back. They, you know, they, they've got Hoyt still there. They, they, they've got Cage, they've got some bigger guys there now. It's just a matter of, of getting them figured in consistently. Yeah, they, they, there's a lot of talent that they need to do something with that. They could shine, definitely. But, yeah, it, it, we'll see what happens. We'll have to see. It's all creative and, and, and consistent TV time. That's the name of the game. And then you have to go out and deliver as well. So, but, yeah, they, they've got they've got, they've got got enough. That's for sure. All right. Well, thank you for taking my call and come back and whip Goldberg's ass. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Thank you very much. Hey, have a good day. You too, bud. Take care.
Be Dave. Awesome. Greatly, greatly appreciated. You guys, if you want to call this show at Ryback on Twitter Spaces, if you want to swing over to Twitter at Ryback on the Twitter Spaces, go to my profile. You'll see the show going live on, on a Twitter Spaces. You just listen in, you hit that request button, and you get you get brought onto the show. I'm just making sure I didn't get any uh Super Chats, all right. Bring on Prince, Prince Noah. <clears throat> hello, hello, welcome to the Ryback Show. What up, big guy? How are you doing today? Pretty good, so I, I had a question. Uh, so when you get back from, I know you're injured right now, but when you get back, and, and other than Goldberg, what's your dream matches? I, I've been asked to, so now the, the attention is on Goldberg right now. That's what we've, I've answered that 20 times now. So it, it's, <laughs> but the attention is on Goldberg right now. Until the attention is not on Goldberg, the attention is on Goldberg. It, it, there's no right. point in looking ahead. That is the match that I want. It's my match. It's nobody else's match. I deserve that match, and I'm going to get that fucking match. So that is my attitude towards that right now. I love that. No point in looking ahead right now. That is, I want Bill Goldberg. I'm gonna want. I'm doing all the work. I'm gonna make it happen, and I'm gonna get Bill Goldberg's ass back in that ring for one last match, the return of the ending. So, I love that. And then I had one last question. Okay. Uh, if you were to choose between going back to WWE or going to AEW, which one would you choose? Uh, it's not WWE. Is not on the. It's that's not not. I, I want nothing to do with it. Okay. Good. You're very welcome, buddy. Thank you very much for coming on. You're very welcome. Have a great day, big guy. You too, my prince. Good deal. Good deal. We're going to bring on Matthew, the Matthew Podcast Network. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, Ryback. How are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm from Spain. Oh, good deal, buddy. How's everything going over there? Fine. I'm tired because I finished working on my job. Well, I, I, I'm, I hope everything went well and you're feeling all right. Yeah. So I have three questions. I want... Let's do let Matthew. Let's do one question. Okay, so take your best this, one. This a, a funny one is from Tough Enough. Okay. Do you remember Luke Gallows' story on Tough Enough? I I know Luke Gallows. I don't know. I what's I don't recall the story on Tough Enough though. Yeah, but he went to the thing. Running and his shorts fell down and his, you know what happened? Oh yeah, yeah. On the beach, his, his shorts fell off. I think, yeah. What about it? Because I watch, I watch his sports club on the Dream Network, and, and Luke was la laughing his ass off, saying, "You son of a bitch, girl." Yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah, his dick and balls came out. Everything, his ass, the full moon. I think, but I mean, I think he pulled him up eventually. Or he, 
got through the course. And they, I don't think they told him to pull his shorts up or something initially. And he was in the sand. But, yeah, I mean, they we're all grown men. And it wasn't anything that anybody hadn't seen at that point in time. So, But I could understand yeah. why I guess people would think it was funny. Uh, big guy. Also, I have I have autism. Also, you have what? Autism. Asperger. Oh, okay, okay, good. Oh, all right. And also, do you have a, an insane funny story of your friend Boogie Boogeyman? Uh, do I have an ins- not not off the top of my head? No. Wow. I I would give my funny story from WrestleMania thirty-five, and 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 I finish there. The what? I have a funny story from my visit to WrestleMania 35. The most hilarious story I have in my mind. Oh, well, good deal. Well, buddy, I appreciate your time, and we're gonna, we'll are gonna we have you back on when you got some more questions, all right? Okay, bye, right back. Bye, buddy. You have a good one. Take care. Thank you, thank you. Moving on. Sometimes, guys, we cut them a little short. I appreciate it. If you want to come on, just hit that request button. We've got Rebecca, Ryback Show regular. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you today? Oh, dude, I'm excellent. Good to hear from you. I, I haven't been on here in a few days. I apologize. I've been busy dealing with my sick uncle. He's, uh, you know, got dementia and it's hard for him to function. So I'm kind of like a stay-at-home nurse, you know? I understand. It's, it's it's good to see you back. I'm good to see you too, man. You know, I love me the big guy. That's my hero. Got the bear trap and arm right on my shoulder. <laughs> thank you, thank you. The I'm gonna have to. I, I was playing 2K23 on YouTube. We get way more right. views on there, and uh, I've got my player rating. I got Super Ryback now up to 99. Um, I might figure oh, out how to customize the attributes. Yeah, I've got to do the move set now. I need to. I got to. I got to get the the meat. I got to get the shell shock, and I got to get the gorilla clutch submission, and a few other uh, moves. I got to get that running knee in the corner, and if it's in there, and uh, oh yeah, no, I always put that on you. Yeah, when I do your move set, I'm telling you, bro, I'm gonna hook you up. I know I sound like Vince Russo. Yeah, hear me out, (laughs) bro. I'm telling you, bro. Stone Cold, I invented that. No, but listen, I know how to get that going for you, right? Like. My Ryback that I uploaded, yep. I know like everything is perfect on it except the face because face morphing for me is kind of can, hard. But I did the body attire. Yeah, but can, can I download the move set that you have onto my character that I have? Yeah, it's gonna be interesting how I did it. But hear me out. So when you're on Community Creations, right, and you type in Ryback, go most down. I'm gonna be the most downloaded. Now, if you hit that, go to Kai Creator. I have a move set uploaded. It's, um, oh, fuck. Who did I fucking put the Sorry, I swear. And I forgot who I put the move set on, but I remember I put it, the move set on somebody. You know what? While I'm on here, I can actually load my stuff up and look who I put it on. Because I have the move set on there. I think the, uh, I think the only thing, right, is I wasn't thinking about the Gorilla Clutch submission at the time, but I could easily put that on. That's like two. Yeah, the Rhea Ripley submission is the one my my independent on the independence, my Gorilla Clutch. That is my submission. That's my submission finisher. I need to get that in. That's going to be. Yeah, the Rip Tide that she she hits now. She stole it from me, Rhea. How dare you, even though I'm not involved. (laughs) (laughs) I got that. I stole that from Japanese wrestling. How dare you steal that from me? Hey, CM Punk made a living off of stealing from Japanese yeah, wrestling, but you didn't hear. We all just everyone just steals from everybody. Yeah. Very, 
rarely does anything get actually invented at this in 2023 so and you know let me just say is it really stealing or is it honoring if you think about it you know what i'm saying like i i kind of look at it as like honoring you know like you look at someone so good it's like dang i want to you know have a little piece of that on with me when i do stuff you know what i mean if i go to aew i'm going to steal so many current wwe superstars move for moves for aew though i'm gonna just go i'm taking the fucking bro kick I'm gonna call. I'm gonna have all my names for everything. That bro kick. I, that, I love that move from Sheamus. I'm gonna steal the bro kick. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna literally just go just down the line and steal things. I'm gonna. So hear me out, right? I think you should hit the angle slam. That's always been a beautiful maneuver. Imagine you hitting the angle slam. That'd be a nice one to have. Huh? I. The only problem with that is, is I. I love that move as well, but it, it's a little. The load up is different than I just with with the shell shock. How I load up for that, I don't. I don't want anything to look too similar. You know, but it, it, it's that angle slam is I've always been a fan of that move. That's fair. I remember when uh, Kurt Angle for like a while back when he was an impact was hitting uh, the angle slam or no, not angle. No, excuse me. When Randy Orton and WWE was hitting the angle slam, I don't know why I had a brain fart. Of course, angles hit the angle slam. It's his move. Yeah. I wouldn't even hit <laughs> Yeah. I remember when uh, Randy Orton was hitting that and then Kurt Angle one night did the RKO with all the little theatrics and stuff. That's what it was. That's what I'm going to steal, too. I'm going to steal Randy Orton's uh, RKO, the F5, and just come up with all different names for me on the moves. I'm just going to be just a whore of moves that I have to guys to kick out of before I hit the shell shock. So, I don't know uh, if you remember, but Kevin Owens, when he was Kevin Steed, he he was using the F5 back on the Independence, right? And he called it something funny. He called it the deep sea diver kickulitis. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but he used to call the F5 that. I'm going to come up with a new move. I'm literally going to call it the Titanic submersible, where it just, it's the most oh, devastating yeah, fucking awesome. move. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, I, I just thought of it right now on the call. The Titanic submersible. The, oh, it's going to fucking be total destruction. And another big W from the big guy, in my opinion. I mean, you stay getting you stay getting Ws, in my opinion. Thank you, thank All you. Right, so, of course. So I'm going to hook you up with this move set right now. I thought I had it uploaded. I guess I didn't. But I'm going to upload it for you right now, so that way you can find it. And I'm going to tell you the steps. I mean, I know you obviously you're busy right now. You can't get it right now. But I'm going to tell you how to do it, just so that way you can get the perfect move set. And if you can, steal my blue and white pyramid attire I made for you, man. I will. I'll try to. Yeah, because I want to see that on there. I haven't. I'm gonna do this because I gotta. This is gonna be one of the goals before I play next on here is to update the move set. Yep, I'm, I'm uploading it right now for you. Now it's weird how I had to do it, but but it trust the process. You know what I mean? Trust the process. So I'm uploading a move set for you right now on the, the PS4 version of uh, 2K23. Now I had to do it funny. I had to put copy this move set onto Akira Tozawa because no disrespect to Akira Tozawa, I don't play as him very often. So I took the moves I have on Ryback, you know, yourself, and I put it on Akira Tozawa's move set just so you can download this quote unquote Akira Tozawa move set and it'll be all your moves. Okay. You know what I mean? You're the best. Well, you too, Rebecca, just so I can, I got Brawler. I want to, Brooklyn Brawler's on here. I want to get one of his. I, he he comes on. He he tells we got the brawler's corner. Oh, he's mad. He does a story every every show that he comes on. So I don't want to leave him waiting too long. When I, when he, I see him no, hit that request I, button, I hear it too. yeah, because he always it it's too. my favorite part of the show because it's it's always it's usually pretty good. So 
And I know that it upsets Chase, so I, I like to upset Chase as well during the show. <laughs> Anything to get under his skin. Uh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, thanks for having me on. And like I said, um, will you will you send me a message on there? On send me a message on on the thing, and then yeah. I'll go and I'll get back to you when I get free here after I do the show. Yeah, of course. I'll DM you how to get it. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much, and I hope everything is well, and your uncle is is doing all right. I, I I'm trying my best. I'm a stay at home nurse, big guy. <laughs> Good deal. Well, thank you very much. Yep, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you very, very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, the Brooklyn Brawler with Brawler's Corner. What's the story going to be? Okay, here we go, Rod. <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready. What do we got today, Brawler? Okay, now people in the business today do not realize what the business was like in my day. Now, you never experienced rips, did you? Not, I, well, I know some, but not, not like the ones I've heard of the past. Okay, here's a couple of rips, and I'm going to use the name Marty Gennetti because he loves when I tell them. Okay. Now, Marty Gennetti, one of his rips was he would sit by the circuit breaker box, and he would watch the matches from the backstage, and then as soon as the, the guys did a high spot, he'd shut the lights in the entire building. <laughs> That's one rip. Wait, so he would do, would he do this on like live events? I take it then. This would be, this would be house shows. Yeah, like so not TV, but live events, like house shows. Yeah, where... live, live events, house shows. <clears throat> so they used to just have those where you could just shut the whole power off? The whole building black. How long would he leave it off for? Just to, like a 30 seconds. Enough to get his point across and then. Enough for the, for the guys to get all pissed off about the spot. It never, and it never did it not come back on, right? No, it did come back okay, so, that what a horrible thing switch. if you did that though, and the power never. He found the main switch and he hit it, hit it, and all, everything went dark. And Holy! He, this, he would laugh, and then he would tell me, "I know what he would say right now. Tell him the one about Kato. Do you remember Kato? Who? Kato. He had a mask on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Marty, you remember the lunchroom when we had the lunchroom and everybody had the catering and all that stuff? Yep. Okay. The Iron Sheik is in the lunchroom. Now, the Iron Sheik was very, don't fuck with him because he's going to break your leg and humble you. You know how he was. Yeah. Okay. Marty Gennetti puts Kato's mask on, walks into catering, and schoolboys the Sheik in front of everyone in, in the uh, in the lunchroom and then runs out of the room. And Kato doesn't even know what's going on. He's sitting in the dressing room, and then he slips the the mask right next to Kato again. Then he sits on the other side of the dressing room and, and she, Kato, I'm going to kill you. I am going to humble you, Kato. I mean, Kato didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. But so, Marty Gennetti impersonated him and did that. So he put on his mask and went into catering and so it, the Iron Sheik would think it was him and schoolboyed him in front of everybody and right. then took off and got the mask back in the locker room and sat down and Sheik came in and, and thought it was him. And starts fucking cursing out Kato. Yeah. And was like, what did I do? And it, you gave fame, Sheik. You know what you did, you piece of shit. Like, just like that. And Marty Kennedy's on the other side trying to hold in his laughter. Did did Sheik ever find out or did it? Did, did, did it... Well, I, 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 no, because no one had the balls to tell him because they didn't want to be a stooge. Yeah, because that's, oh, man. Now, now, here's another one. Marty Kennedy, you know, he was a real prankster. Now, 
Jake the Snake had a snake that he carried, you know, they carried with all the time. Yeah. So they had a 50-gallon fish tank where they had like about 50 uh, live rats in it. They would feed the, the snake on the road to, to the to the uh, snake. Yep. So Marty Gennetti, me, gullible me, he calls me into the room where the, where the fish tank was. And it says me and him, he turns the tank over and lets the rats loose in the entire building. Now, the rats Jeez. scatter, and they're all over the building. The building's infested with rats. Vince gets a bill for $30,000 to, to extinguish them. I get heat, even though I did nothing, but I got tied into the story. Oh. Now, Bruce Bridget told the story, too, on his on his podcast. Did So you had, did you have to go in and deceive Vince with it? No, well, well, in those days, Vince was part of the pranksters. You know what I mean? He he kind of laughed at everything. But it wasn't I've heard so. Yeah, tell me, I've heard about that. That he used to be much more with the like involved with the boys than he was like during my time period. Oh my God, I've been involved with Vince with, with all the boys. He said, "Give me a finish. Stand on the table and take finishes on the table." I've heard about I mean, this. I mean, he did some crazy. He was one of the boys. You know what I mean? And he wanted the, he wanted to always. Be part of the rib and all that stuff. At what what point, Brawler? What, when do you? Because you were there for all this. At what year do you think he I changed? Yeah, but wait, Brawler. What year did Vince? When they went public, is that when he changed, or did what year do you remember where he started maybe distancing himself and being more away from the boys? Eighties, late eighties, maybe. I'm guessing. I don't remember the exact date of the party. Yeah, but it, but. With me, I had a house show that was about 50 to 80 miles from here from my house. And I drove up. My wife wasn't with me or nothing. I just drove up to the house show. I, I, I go into the ring. And then uh, all the pranksters are there. Mr. Perfect, he was a big-time uh, yep. big-time prankster. So I, I come out of the ring. And I always expected that. I was, everybody was always afraid to leave their bag in the dressing room when they when they uh, go in the ring because they didn't know what the hell to expect. So I come in, I go, okay, pretty good, not bad. Nobody fucked with me. So I get in my car, I'm driving home, I stop, I get a McDonald's or something like that, I get a takeout. I go, what the fuck is this in my pocket? I pull out, it's a dead mouse. Oh. A, a white mouse. And I go in the other pocket, I had, a, I had like a, a dress shirt on with pockets and, and another dead mouse. I said, holy shit, I threw my hamburgers out the window. I said, I can't even eat now. I fucking, I touched these mice and all this shit. Yeah. I eat. And, uh, and then when I went home and I, and you know, my wife washes all my wrestling clothes and all that stuff. She opens the bag. There was mice everywhere in the bag. Oh. And I'm saying to myself, what do they do? Buy live mice and kill them? I don't know. Or they b bought dead ones for like to feed me. I don't know. I don't even know what you, you usually. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you did, but. A rib is only as good as a reaction. So the reaction would be the next day. So now the next day we go to the town and the way I, I told, I knew who did the rib was you look at who's looking away the hardest. Kurt Henning, he was turning his head and he wasn't looking because I, because I, the person that did it wouldn't be looking at me laughing. He would be looking the other way. Like he's got no part of it. Yeah. I said, Kurt, you just gave yourself away, and he just laughed his ass off. But I mean, that was fucking, that, that was terrible. I mean, you would go to the ring, and you would come back, and your bag would be 
chain to a pole. I've heard, yeah, yeah. We, we, you'd have to get the ring guys to, uh, you know, get clippers and clip it off. But the guys that today don't, they don't do that anymore. Well, we, that's one of the good. Well, the good thing is, I think with the cell phones and having more things, technology is everyone's busier. Because back then, everyone had so much free time, probably. That, the, in, the inmates were Indian side. Yeah, but you would have to pass time by doing stuff like that more often. Whereas now, everyone has so much going on with all the different stuff that, that you know, I would say, because I, I think harmless ribs still go on to this day. Well, maybe harmless, but not when I flew to Australia. I got arrested in developmental. That was pretty intense. You did. You, you you oh you didn't, so Cody Rhodes and uh, Joey Mercury Cody Rhodes <clears throat> the the group of guys that were my fucking friends right. that we'd h- hang out with and watch wrestling every night and watch tapes and uh, they 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 had a Cobra Kai group that I was anti Cobra Kai so I didn't join this little group with them at an Al Snow's Halloween party anyways it played out to where they they got their revenge on me. And Al Snow was in the rib. Ted DiBiase was visiting. All the agents were there this day for at OVW. And I, I'm just a developmental talent. You know, we're all just trying to make it. Trying to, you, nobody was trying to get any, raise any flags. And we, we're watching tape. It was after the OVW TV show. And so we have a, a room full of producers and all the OVW talent. And two cops walk in. And I'll never forget this. And they, Al gets up. And, and I don't know that he's in on this. And everything is dead quiet. And, and Al goes over to them and I hear the name Ryan Reeves and I instantly, my heart fucking just drops and I'm like, what the fuck is, so there was an incident where a guy, which actually Aaron Stevens, Damian Sandow was involved. Damian actually hit this guy's car, but this guy thought I hit his car. I had nothing to do with it. I actually got fucked over on my insurance for a couple of years because Damian told me years later, he was afraid to tell me. So I thought it had something to do with this insurance thing going on. So anyways, the cops fucking arrest me in front of everyone, handcuff me, the whole deal, fucking get me out to the police car and then drive me like a mile down the road. And and then fucking they just bust up laughing. I'm just fucking like, I have no idea what's going on. And then I get back in, everybody's clapping and laughing. But it will all, it's so embarrassing with it. Now, now that you talked about you getting ribbed, now you want to hear a rib that Vince played? Yeah, yes. Do you remember Jonathan Coachman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Jonathan Coachman was an avid gambler. He just made comments that Sat TV wrestling doesn't work on wrestling doesn't work on Saturdays, by the way. But yeah, and uh, he played cards and he, he was gambling. He would bet against two cockroaches going across the wall. The, the room, you know, <laughs> he's just a gambler. Yeah, you know what I mean? they had that personality. A mega gambler. So two cops come into the dressing room and they arrest Jonathan Coachman and put him in cuffs, and they they say. Gambling is illegal in our state, and they and they, they put him in cuffs, and the cuffs are in the front of him. And then Vince is standing outside his door, and then when when coach coach passed by, Vince goes, "I'm appalled," and he threw his suit jacket over uh, over Coachman's hands, not to see the uh, the cuffs. They put him in the car, same as you. They drove him like two or three miles away, turned around, they drove him back, and they all laughed at Vince. <laughs> I mean, that's a, it's a good one because you really don't think like when it's a horrible feeling getting arrested in general, I would imagine, but in front of your peers, it's not a good feeling. Especially in front of a crowded arena and Vince is, Vince is pretending that he's, and Coachman would laugh his ass off if he was hearing this. I don't know if he's one of the listeners ever, but 
I don't think he's into wrestling anymore. But he 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 knows the story very well, and it really bothered him because his father was a preacher, and he, and I, he was a, yeah. He, he was, you know, like, just going to ruin my reputation. I'm, I'm going to be all messed up, you know, gambling. You know. It's crazy. It's crazy the way I, all the shit I went through. I mean, they hit my passport when I flew to Australia, and I didn't, get my, I didn't have my passport for 13 hours. Some of these ribs were really cruel, though. Yeah, because what am I going to do? What am I going to do when I, get to the, the, when I get to Australia? You know, but then they finally, all of a sudden, they didn't, they didn't give it to me. All of a sudden, it, it appeared in the uh, pocket in front of my seat. Jeez. You know, right, before, right before we landed, but I was shitting. Brawler, who's somebody that would never get ribbed because they were afraid they were going to beat their ass? Right. Who is there anybody that no, never got ribbed? Well, the uh, top guys. I remember one time Michael Hayes fell asleep and they cut off his ponytail. Shit. That would have had to have been somebody, though, that was pretty protected to do that. Yeah, that was like, I, I don't know, I can't mention names because I don't know the exact person who did it. But, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, shit like that happened. But with you, they would call Vince, the, the agents, who would be their job to call Vince at home, and, and he would be like, oh, that's a hell of a rip. You know, it wouldn't be like today, like, if that hits the papers. Yeah, it was know. a different time. I, I've always heard that, that didn't Owen Hart used to rip Vince and put shit in his office? Owen Hart was terrible. I'm not terrible. God rest his soul. He would like uh, stop at the fireworks stand and he would buy all kinds of smoke bonds. He would open the dresser door, he would throw them in there, and then he would put a bar in between the, the handle and, and, you know, where you can't open it. He had a way to, to lock the door. To yeah. Open it. The place was full of smoke. I mean, <laughs> the, stuff, the stuff that he did was insane. People couldn't even, I mean, you it, it was no rooms when you were in there either, was it? No, not not anything like that. As far as up there, no, not. I'm trying to think. I, I'd have to if it, if it was. It was anything. It was so harmless. It was just nothing serious. No, but they did. Some, they did some stiff ones. They did some stiff ones. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, but you heard about the Jerry Lawler one, right? What's the Jerry Lawler one? Oh God! When he came in, you know, he had heat because he came from uh, another territory, and he came in. He was a little bit cocky, this and that. They took a shit in this crown. Oh, I, I've not heard that. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that happened. And uh, nobody fessed up to that moment. I kind of know who did it, but I... I yeah, I know we can't expect you to break it, to give all the secrets away on here. Yeah. That's Defamation of character. In this <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get to the bottom of who's shitting Jerry Lawler's crown. That What year was that? I do speak the truth. Everything I said was not embellished at all. No, I believe it. I, I've heard enough to know that I know that you don't, there's no, you don't need to. And, and I, and I played one rib because I wanted a young kid in the business wanted to get over, but I can't even tell what that rib was. Even my wife says, don't put it in your book. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it was on an airplane though. And, and what I did was insane. But I don't, I don't want to say it because it's too stiff. Maybe that and, will, one of these days, uh, when it, before you start your podcast and when you, cause at some point you're going to do a podcast, I know it. Get, I want that to be the last story. <laughs> it, it, it's insane. It, I, I, it's insane because talking about getting arrested. Oh, wow. I, I'll just give the punchline of the thing. I won't tell what I did. But all the pilot said was, we're about to land in Tokyo. Everyone, please deplane in a fashionably matter. But all WWE wrestlers remain on the plane. The police will be escorting you off. Oh, wow. That's what it turned into. 
That's a pretty. First when, I, first, when I did the rib, I was a hero because the guys were, the guys were watching me. And I was, you know, it was, you know, oh wow, that was crazy, that was crazy. But then once that happened, I became a heel. Jeez. So, but, but if you, I, one day I'll tell you the story privately. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. I, I won't ever. I understand. Yeah. It's yeah, you don't want to come to this day and age certain things. It's better not to. Right. If that's how you think, it, it probably will be interpreted in a bad way to where, yeah. But uh, so Baller's Corner was about old-time ribs. That's going to go in the head in the, in, the, in the title today, Brawler. Thank you, as always. And Hey, thank you for letting me on. I don't know if I'm coming on too often, but I just enjoy listening to the listeners. They're becoming more educated. They are. It, it, I enjoy it, too. And You're actually helping them. You're actually helping them. I, I enjoy doing this show every day, and it, it's really – I think it's cool. I tried – I've wanted to do this for three, four years on this format. I go, everybody – I've done the interviews and the guests, and, like, I go, and we could all tell stories. And I go, but it, 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 I really like the people's podcasts. I go, this is one where people can have a voice to, to say whatever they want. I can't filter anybody out. Like, come on, good or bad, let's see how it goes. And, and I think it creates for an entertaining show. You got to see my finger when I go to touch that request button. It's like, no, should I, should I, should I? My wife says, don't go on too often because you're going to play yourself out. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't think I should talk every day. Do you want me on your show every day? I bro, I don't, I don't mind at all when you, it's all, it's up to you. It's the, the people, when we have time, if you want to come on, I'm more, I, I love hearing the stories myself. I'm different than everybody else. People yeah. like people. Everybody likes the literally. Everybody likes these stories except for Chase. So it's and I think even he fuck likes him. them. You know, fuck him. And I, and I, I, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one uh, follower that tweeted me and said he had a phony account up yesterday. Yeah, he we, he's doing all the phony accounts still. So yeah. He, he was he was listening to you yesterday. Yeah, uh, he's he was just listening a little bit ago as well. So it's yeah. He's a coward. Yeah. His fate is coming, so we we got we got him already, and we're just gonna let him go crazy now. Do you? I mean, do you have him identified and everything? You know where? Yeah, he's everything is literally going on right now. They're they're handling everything, and then I've got attorneys to handle my for a civil lawsuit, and we're gonna fucking hit him every which way. I'm it's. Does, but why is he still doing it? If he knows because he's fucking retarded, brawler. That's as I'm telling you. It, that's as simple as it is. We're dealing with a literally an unhealthy, unfit, mentally unhinged psycho. Takes a fucking shot at me. Takes a shot at me. Oh, bro. The only one's kissing the right back's ass is me and Axel Axel, uh, Yeah. You know, if you, Brawler, if he ever saw you in person, he'd be trembling and shaking and he would, he would, he want. funny? I bet you'd be proud of me. I walked into Walmart today because it's my wife's birthday, the 20th. I was getting her a card and all that stuff. And the lady goes to me, Holy shit. I have never seen anyone as in shape as in you, as you. The host has said that. Well, well, in all fairness, brawler. Wait, was that was that at Walmart? That was at Walmart. That, in all fairness, though, that is it's so it's Walmart though, so they're not seeing the healthiest people in the world in, in general. Yeah. I try to touch my I touch my arms almost every day. <laughs> I see you know you got good vascularity too. So you you I've seen you when you get pumped. Yeah, when I get pumped, I, yeah, what the pictures that you've seen on on mine get pumped up. Yeah, but but uh, I'm still in good shape, but I'm not pumped. But, you uh, want brawler? You know a little trick too is when before you uh, before you work out, if you have whatever your your workout meal, if you have a shake, you put a little pink Himalayan salt in there and a little potassium, 
you'll the pumps are even more insane when you do that. I tried niacin. Does niacin do that too? <laughs> that can help. That can help uh, increase vascularity. That can also make you red. That, that that used to be Hogan's trick. I always heard. I used to do it before matches. You take a fast acting niacin, um, but a pink Himalayan sea salt with with potassium, and if you do that in one of your meals before you work out, or or like in a protein shake, it will. You'll notice a much better pump as well. Really? Yeah. Really? You, you know the counter action, the counter, the counter to what niacin is. No. Caffeine. Oh, really? A cup of coffee will take away. If some people get flushed and they get all yeah. red, drink a cup of coffee goes away. I get. I've cut down on my caffeine. I used to drink way too much, and I, the doctor. I, I now do. I do like usually three hundred and fifty to four hundred milligrams a day, and no more. Well, I completely quit drinking. I quit everything. I quit. That's everything. that's actually not bad. That they. I, I think as we get older, we become more conscious because WWE they had all that fucking coffee everywhere. I would oh, drink yeah. that shit like Where's motor oil. Me too. I, everybody does. And you, I, I remember I counted, I like, I, I asked him, I go, how many milligrams of caffeine is in each cup? Cause they have like the smaller cups, not like the big ones, but right. they're still the right. add up. And, uh, I was consuming at my highest between like 1200 and 1500 milligrams of caffeine a day. And I go no more. And like, I started cutting it back from that point. And then now I've really honed it in and I only do no more coffee. I just do my pre-workout. I do half a serving in the morning and half a serving in the afternoon for one serving total, and that's it. Well, that's, that's good. I mean, I yeah. still drink a I, I, I got to say, I drink two to three cups in the morning, that's it. Yeah, but that's still, you're very, that's very limited on what you, that's, but that's, it's good. That caffeine is good for you, but in limited amounts. You can't, I was overdoing it. I drink like a gallon of water a day. I don't drink any, any liquor at all. Same. I gave up alcohol like four months ago, and I've never felt better. I know. I mean, you know what? My friend tried to, Try to quit. He had to go to AA three times. I quit in one day. I, I we're a lot alike. I'm. I've always been like you're. You just. I've always been able to do that. I just go. Oh, I'm, I don't want to do it anymore, and I just stop. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody's like that, though. Obviously. So. That's what. That's why you look that way. <laughs> it, no, it, but my metabolism got better. I was only drinking red wine once a week, and I just cut it out altogether. Oh, I and, yeah, I remember. But your body, it, 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 you age better too when you cut it out. I feel. Yeah, well, I, I think I'm aging pretty well. You know, be out sixty two now. But was your dad muscular too? Yeah, he was he, not like me, but he was always an athlete. He was he played college football. He was a running back, so like I, he was very athletic. He and he, but he he still works out. He stays fit. He actually. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not even kidding. You actually, you you guys, if you, I were to put you guys, he's older than he's seventy four. But you guys, very similar resemblance in, in stature. Really? Yeah, yeah, no joke. Really? So he's you're you're in better shape than him, though. But he's still in good shape. He golfs every week, and you're you're probably you're more fit than him. But he he like he golfs three days a week. He'll go to the gym. He'll do total body workouts here and there. But he's not like right. he doesn't have the love for it like I do or like we do like in that. Right. But I do want to work out the day I die. I really do. I really I, I I hope I'm the same. I don't see me ever not being like that either. So. Sounds good, right back. Great being on your show. I love your show. If I get to be a nuisance, DM me and say stay off a few. No, brother, it's never. I have all the respect in the world for you, and I, I think people no, lose I know it. That. I do for you. I do for you. I just don't want to bore the listeners, but I get these tweets. I, I have like a hundred tweets now saying we love you, brother. We love you. And you always retweet everybody. I tried. I wanted you to see. You're loved, man. So it's, I, I appreciate you. Well, I hope I, I, I did justice today with the ribs. You, brother, always. It, uh, these stories are, I love them, so. 
All right, my friend. Thank you very much. And go back to your listeners now. All right, brother. You have a good one. Tell, uh, tell your wife happy birthday. Okay. Thank you very much. Take care. Take care, brother. Everybody, that's Brooklyn Brawler. Follow him at Brawler Real over here on Twitter. That's two R's, Brawler Real on here on Instagram. Thank you very much, Brawler. Wish his wife a happy birthday. <clears throat> We've got Mike. Bring on Mike on the show. Hey, what's going on, Ryback? Not much. How are you? What's going on? Shit, man, living the dream, living the dream. Is that Chase guy still giving you some shit? I don't know. We're uh, we're gonna. Everything's being handled though by the professionals, and we are gonna we're gonna move forward. And he is gonna be hit every which way, and we're gonna let him go crazy within his own mind, and he's not gonna know what day that it's gonna happen. So, hey, man, that's great because that guy was getting nuts so talking about your family and stuff. That ain't cool, man. That ain't cool at all. But I, hey, I am a Goldberg fan. And I want to see this match take place. I think it would be really freaking epic. And I got to say, when you was in the WWE, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it 100. I didn't really know behind the scenes, but I wasn't a big fan. I'm like, is this guy trying to be Goldberg? Yeah. But then you did a promo about your leg and how you came back from injury. And I'm like, if they would have did this guy and allow you to be you, I think you would have exploded because that promo with your leg and coming back from injury was fire. You know, thank you. I actually, so I requested that to be part of my thing on coming back on acknowledging the leg injury uh, and, and breaking my ankle in three places and, and popping up and wrestling and spiral breaking my leg. And and like all this footage exists. WWE has the footage of me. They they don't want to show it though because it was involved in the malpractice suit and they, that they forced me to drop. It was tied into all the legal stuff that unfortunately played out on TV with all the bullshit. But um. Yeah, I always wanted that. I, that was very adamant that I wanted the fans to see that because that that ankle break and me finishing that match with my ankle dangling and breaking my leg to my knee, it's the most badass footage that will ever ever exist in pro wrestling of, of a wrestler. And I'm going to toot my own horn on that because nobody else has fucking ever done that. Connor broke his ankle and went down. I broke it in three places and literally bumped and fed for an entire comeback with my foot dangling, breaking my leg all the way up to my knee. I don't give a fuck. Like I wanted people to understand, like, but they, it is what it is. And maybe one day that footage will come out, but you know, I, it, things take time, man. And character development takes time, you know, and, and people sometimes can rush to judgment if we remind them of certain things. And like I said, there's this for this match. And I had the conversation yesterday with a mutual friend of Bill's with this. And then he just said, he goes, I can hear your passion and why you want this. And he literally got off the phone with me and called him. And, uh, and then we're in him and his agent, Barry Bloom, and we're going to hopefully get the ball rolling and, and move forward with this. But for me, I need this match. I want this match. I want to show people the differences between Ryback and Goldberg while also showing the positives of both of us and making like, I just know this is this. I could do this. I could do all of this because I've, I've been out and I know and I know I know how to do it. And I just. I, like for me, it will be, it's all positive. So, and I have all the respect in the world, but I like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. And there's, I'm very highly motivated. And I think people, when my story is all said and done and we can do the return and the ending, he can have the ending that Bill needs. And I could have the return that I need and everybody wins from this. And then I can go on and finish my story on, on my career and the path and trajectory that it's going to take so that when my career is all said and done, they, it will be two different careers in, in both positive ways. 
Hey, man, I'm that that's awesome. I think you'd be fantastic. And first off, as a business owner, I do what you do. I'm a content creator. What yep. you're doing by yourself, huge shout out to you because Thank it you. is a lot of work. People don't realize yeah. it. I'm going to get off here and let the other, you know, the, the subscribers talk to you. But it was a blast, man. Keep grinding. Don't worry about what the haters say. You got it, man. Thank you, Mike. You have a good one. I appreciate it. Bye. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you. It is a lot of work. It is a ton of work. And I've got some great people around and, and helping. And that's the cool part, though, of having a business and Feed Me More Nutrition and, and, the, and the Ryback merch and everything and having two different fulfillment centers and being able to hustle and do all this. But I could also do things that I enjoy. I could literally sit and play video games. I could do my show. I do it Monday through Friday now. And all these things are revenue streams as well. But it's like everything feeds into the business that I built from the ground up with that, that I will have for the rest of my life. I go back to wrestling. My business improves. My podcast improves, improves my content improves everything. So like, and I learned all this from some really great social media influencers when I left. And when I had to realize I had to get comfortable with selling, I had to, and, and, and I had to switch the mindset from a pro wrestler mindset into becoming a content creator and a business owner and learning that the hustle and the, the work that must be done. And that is what allowed me to survive the suppression by WWE. Had I not done what I've done, I would be nowhere near the position that I'm in. I would not be in a position to be able to go back and possibly do what I could come back and do with all of it. And it's so, and you know, I had to get my health back and keep myself busy. And I've been, I've been protected and I've been blessed uh, to, and I've been tested and all of it. And I, but I, I look at it as I've had an opportunity to prove my mindset, the hungry feed me more mindset to all of you, that it's not a gimmick. And I believe it's going to allow me to have a connection with people far greater than I ever did in my original Ryback WWE run. You guys are going to understand me a billion times better. And I, and this isn't going anywhere. This is going to be done. If I go back, I'm not, this is, this is moving forward with this and sure I'll have people on the show, but like, this is, and I told you guys this years ago, why I had this vision of what I wanted this show to be because I get more fulfillment talking to you guys. And yeah, I love talking wrestling, but I love being able to help people give advice or talk with things that have helped me and people with the supplements and people with the health and the fitness and the nutrition and getting people on track and seeing people make positive changes in their life. It's very rewarding. And when you can make money doing things that you're passionate about, it's a win-win for everything with it. And so that's where like it's, and there's always going to be the hate and the negativity with all of that and the people <laughs> right without there, but it, it gets a place to come and, uh, and we can hang out and, and chat and bullshit. And, you know, it, it's not, everyone's always going to agree with everything or any of that with that, but we can literally give you a platform to come on and talk and bullshit. And <clears throat> I don't know. I, I have a good time doing it. So thank you guys. We're going to go ahead and do, we'll do one more, uh, one more caller here. Take a look at what we got here. Hello, hello. Let's see. Rob Trotter, bring you on for a question. <clears throat> oh, my voice. I've got to get it a rest. Rob, welcome to the Ryback Show. What's on your mind? Hello, Ryback. It's a pleasure being on there. I appreciate you accepting my request as well. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. I just wanted to follow on from what you said. Um, obviously, thank you for giving everyone a platform to come on and, and speak to you. It's uh, it's obviously different from 
what a lot of people do, which everyone appreciates, I hope. No, thank you very much, and I appreciate you guys coming on. I can't do it without you. I just wanted to give a, a quick shout because um, I'm quite good friends with with Wade Barrett and uh, Seamus and Drew McIntyre. I got to know those guys from uh, ICW in Scotland, and they're always speaking good about you. So it's always nice to hear. Uh, do, are, do you still stay in contact with them? Yeah, I'm still in contact with them. I'm, uh, I'll see. Sorry for the name dropping, but I'm still in good contact with Soraya because I, I work with um, WAW yep. Norwich um, with the Knight family, and uh, I'm good friends with Edge and. No one's ever said a bad word about you from from those guys, but um, I would hope not. Uh, I, I get along very well with them. I would be very, I would be hurt if I if I did. But that's those are like I get along, I get along very well with all the guys from over the, for. And I I think my I have seventy percent according to my ancestry report. I always joke about it. I'm seventy percent English though, but I've always gotten along really well with everybody from over there. And I remember I go, yeah, well, that makes sense based off my my DNA my ancestry report but me and wade have always i i all of them, always speak about you <laughs> yeah he's, i still to this day we talk and he's he's i'm so happy that he's back and commentating and doing great and Seamus is still great man all of them drew they're gonna have hall of fame careers man when it's this it's just awesome to see well drew's always saying that i eat like you which is crazy so that's a good compliment <laughs> well, I, I take it then you eat a good amount of food yeah yeah i do still obviously trying to get work out and get back in the ring with WAW with uh, Roy and Zach. So hopefully that's going to happen at some point, which would be nice. Yeah, I, I hope it does, man. Those guys are all, they're all great, man. It was, I always remember the stories they, they when they came over from, from over there to the United States, they all got fat because they all started eating all the junk initially or they oh, were yeah. trying. And I remember that was always one of the stories they all, because food over there was, is different than over here. They started eating yeah. all the fast food and then, then they learned really quickly. They had to adjust. But yeah, that, that's all. What happens when I go over for like a month or two? Just like all the rest of the shows, basketball and all that kind of stuff. All the food, yeah, just gain a lot of weight and then come back and have to have to work it all off again. Yeah, that's great. The portion size is everything's just different over here. That if you're not used to it, the calories are very dense. <laughs> yeah, so well, that's it. And, Ke and Kevin Nash as well. I got to know him and, and Scott because they used to come over with WAW and stuff. So um, yeah, obviously I know how big Nash is influence with you and stuff so it's always nice to mention him as well yeah no man he's one of my favorites and uh, I'm, I'm glad you know him too he's i don't I can't say it enough he, he's literally one of the coolest nicest most caring guys like it's that especially from like it, it like it's very rare to meet someone from your childhood that that is just in yeah. that like i said just something bad happens or something goes on he'll he'll he'll, he'll send out a, a, just a check on you like he's he's a very quality guy well that's it i won't tell you my full life story but i had quite a bad car accident back in 2009 um where unfortunately i was pushed onto some railway tracks by a drunk driver train hit me Ugh. i uh got trucked through the air a few times in my car and then a fence panel went through both my legs and i had to have like 18 hour surgery and funny enough like nash edge a few drew page obviously um you know they reached out to me while i was in hospital and took me about a year and a half just to get walking again get my confidence up um so i mean your your inspiration as well the rock is seth rollins is just people coming back from their injuries so but yeah i just thought i'd mention that and and just obviously thank you as well for you know what you do no thank you for sharing that are you how are you doing now with everything yeah i mean to look at me i'm i'm fine i've obviously got my scars and stuff yeah. and uh, everything but um i can't see go full pace and do what I've I used to, I used to play a lot of basketball and 
tennis, football. I can't do too much of that. So I was just kind of get your advice really um, in terms of, because all my sightal nerve was, was damaged. So yeah. I can still walk and get in the ring and do what I can, but um, just kind of for your advice, what you would say to, you know, would, because I'm 36 now, um, I've kind of been debating in my head whether to get back in the ring with, with Roy and Zach and, and give it a go, but I don't know if it's too late now to, to do that or not. You know, I, and I don't know. The, so and I've dealt with this on my injuries and I've had to have that conversation and I've been blessed to get yeah. everything back. But I I had to like, I, I was like, well, I'm, I might not ever be what I was before. And, and for whatever reason, I've been given back that. And so, but you had a horrific incident and, it, and sometimes, and like, it just, and I, like, I don't know why this shit happens. And, but I, it, it's no. as if the, we, we sometimes we, we have to learn to adjust and to find out what our new normal is, but it, it, it always in a negative situation like this and what you went through is, is horrific. And not a lot of people would have even gotten to the point that you're, you're at to even do what you're even contemplating wanting to do. I think you've got to just look at the situation. And, and again, it hor a horrible negative situation. And, and you, the, the thing I always go to that always gets me on track is everything that happens is for my favor and benefit. And, but like, yeah. we can't compare ourselves to other people or even to our past selves for that matter. And, no, but for sure. you, you have an opportunity to maybe do other things that you would not look at if you had your health in full, you know what I mean? Where like yeah, me, yeah, I'm doing yeah. things now. I never envisioned that I was going to do because I was always such in the physical element of a physical, physical, physical. And then when I had that taken away, I had to, even though I always read and did other things, I had to expand my mind into other things well, how can I make money without my body if my body never comes back? Yeah. And so all these positives came out of my situation for it. And that's what I would say is in these negatives, allow your mind to, to look at the, like, just say you're never going to be physically what you were. And maybe okay. maybe you, you can't be a wrestler with that. But why can't you be involved in another element of wrestling that maybe you're not thinking about right now where you, you, you can't even – foresee the outcome of that right now because you're still kind of looking at through your old eyes of things yeah, with that yeah so when, when you start these affirmations like everything that happens is for my favor and benefit you'll be all of a sudden things just start kind of popping in your head that wouldn't pop in your head before so i would just say keep be very open-minded to what yeah, the possibilities could be for you and and realize look you've been blessed and you've been you've been protected to to one survive that and to get your health yeah. back to the point that it is to that you could still experience a very happy, healthy, loving life. And maybe it's oh, no, absolutely right. Yeah. So, but I would just say, keep your options open on other things. And it, look, I, I think it's, if you though believe in your heart that you feel you need to give it a go that from pro wrestling, you just want, you just, you have to know there's nothing wrong with doing that, but I don't, I don't think don't take it too personal. If you're not the same no, person no. That, of course. that you're, that no. you weren't. And, and, and look at other ways that you could be involved in the business and, and give back and be involved. Because at the end of the day, like all this stuff is bullshit. The only thing that matters is love and happiness, right? Of course. So yeah. you can have love and happiness no matter what with what you have right now, right? Well, that's it. Absolutely. And when you have a traumatic thing yeah. happening in your life, it does change your outlook. Um, grateful to be here. I enjoy films, music, wrestling more because of that. Um, so yeah, positive wise is. I don't wish anyone to go through it, but it's helped. And uh, I think you're right. Could look at different things with WAW, like commentating or a referee side of things. Um, 
I think Zach's just get in there, see how you feel. Don't, you know, overdo things and uh, and take take it one day at a time. Yeah, you have, you have a great voice too, man, where that can be something. You know, Wade Barrett, yeah. we, Wade got into commentary and, and just to kind of tie this in, when he got an injury, he, me and him bonded when we both got injured at the same time in FCW. Yeah. And, and, and he started doing commentating because Dusty Rhodes saw something in him. So that literally gave his – that's his career now. He now makes his money commentating and is doing what he loves, and he is fucking fantastic at it with it. I'm proud but, of him. It, yeah, me too. It came from an injury with that. And and so that's where you just got to look at things. And like I said, don't be afraid to try other things that you maybe, because I'm the same way. I, I had to get out of that, like physical, physical, physical. I was forced yeah. to, to like, okay, if I want to do other, make money and do other things and be able to take care of my family and have the things that I have and keep them, I have to expand my mind with this. And, and what happens is, you just start all of a sudden, you're an entirely, you look at things in an entirely different way in a year from now than you do now because your vision has been open fully. So that would be my best just suggestion on from what I've done. Well, that's it. And I want to tell that story because I know what you've gone through and you've always got a good outlook on life. So no, I appreciate that, mate. Thank you. You're very welcome. And Rob, anytime you ever want to come on, man, you just, you just hit that request button and uh, you, I'd be glad to have you. Thank you. I appreciate your time as well and everyone listening. Good deal. Good luck with everything and keep going, brother, one day at a time. Will do. Good luck with everything with you as well, okay? Thank you, Rob. See you later. Take care. Good deal. Ah, very cool. <clears throat> I think that's a great one to end the show with uh, today. Thank you very much, Rob, for sharing all of that. And uh, that, that what a that, it, what a story to be able to even overcome to be to the point that you're at. That's unbelievable. Guys, thank you very much, as always, for all the love and support. Please check out Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. New customers can save 30% discount code Ryback30. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FeedMe20 and a free Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle with all orders. If you don't like supplements, we've got the we've got 13 different supplements. We've got all the Ryback merch. And shout out to all my Twitter subscribers, people that do subscribe to me on Twitter. I follow you back as well. Thank you for all the love and support. It's not necessary to be a part of the show, though. And guys, see you again back tomorrow. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me.